Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Hey, if you love to eat as much as we do here on the Kevin and Taylor Show, you're going to love hearing the latest in the world World of food. food. First, there's a new flavor of M&M's. Crunchy cookie flavors coming out in March. I'm in. That sounds good. Yeah. Second, are you a big fan of mustard? Then you need to try French's new hot dog buns. The classic yellow mustard is baked right into the dough. They're yellow, too. Okay, um, you lost me on that one. Yeah, I know I would. You're not a tangy person. Finally, in case you missed it, pumpkin spice season is officially here, including Thomas's English muffins in pumpkin spice flavor. And are you ready for this? Cup noodles created a pumpkin spice flavor of ramen. And I did find out it's available only at Walmart in late October. And get this. You make it in the microwave in four minutes. They're recommending topping it with, with whipped cream. Doesn't that sound gross? Is, is this just some kind of weird attempt to go viral with tits, like a TikTok challenge? I, it's a real product. And, and I'm not doubting it. I is, want us but, to try it on the show, but, but I got to wait till it's available. Is it semi fake? Like they're doing it mm-hmm. just so people like us will talk about it. Now I feel duped. <laughs> but you still want to try it? Yeah, I still, I still think it'd be a funny. A funny show bit for Here's us my, trying. My question noodles. is: You said they're having cookie dough M and M's. Yeah, um, crunchy did, cookie. I'm dumb question, but did they have pumpkin spice M and M's already? Ooh, if I not, would not they, be surprised. They probably should. Yeah, get the boys in marketing on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you ever noticed how much better life would be? How much more of a smooth road it would be if you would just take the time. To read the small print. <laughs> I keep having to learn that lesson over and over. I'll tell you what happened to me next. You mentioned like life would be smoother if mm-hmm. you just read the fine print. Yeah. No one ever does that. Anymore. I know. I'm I mean, terrible. Especially at it. online. It's like yes. to, here's the here's the legal mumbo jumbo. Oh, just I agree. Fine. I just want your app yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Thank could God. Be, I could be signing my yeah. life away. I don't know it. Thank God I'm married to a man who that's his living is reading the fine print. He's an attorney and a fee only financial planner, so he takes care of the the, the important stuff. <laughs> but I got myself into a mess with not reading the fine print. Um <laughs> this is the story of my life. My husband calls me Eeyore sometimes, but yeah. I go to big box store, Costco, and I see these really cute, inexpensive exercise pants. I'm like, ooh, those are really nice. You know, they're nice and long, you know, when the weather starts to finally cool off. Like, these will be fun, like with a athletic shirt, hang out in my exercise pants on the weekend. Okay. And I get them home, and I try them on because there's no fitting rooms at that store. And they're like... Probably about six inches too long. <laughs> like, well, what? Who do they think their clientele is? Costco. I'm five three and three quarters, and compared to my mom and a couple of my sisters, I'm the tall one. I'm not kidding. That I'm not making that up. And so I have it. I have. I fold them all up nice and neat, and I tuck my receipt from Costco with them. And I'm like, all right, next time I go, got to take these back. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there and I look and I'm like, oh my gosh, it says on the tag, 
model is five foot eight inches tall. <laughs> like, okay, so Costco thinks only model-sized height people shop at Costco. Yeah, which if you've ever been to Costco, you know that ain't true. No, I'm like, how about you guys add a petite section because there ain't no way I could ever wear those exercise pants. Unless I wear them like a platform <laughs> tennis shoes or something. <laughs> Aren't you inspired by people who like they're set, they're set in their career? They know what they're good at, and then all of a sudden they learned a whole new skill late in life. <laughs> they flipped the script. Yeah, yeah. I'm so uh-huh. impressed by that. We're going to talk about someone you've probably heard of who's doing that in her life next. So don't you just think it's so cool when people basically, I guess they use the phrase, reinvent themselves? Mm-hmm. Like they they already are super talented, and then they come up with a whole nother skill set, and you're like. <laughs> Why does God give all the talent on the assembly line to one person? Uh, well, somebody that you know for her singing. This kiss, this kiss. Oh, Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Yeah. Love that song. She is taking acting lessons. And she's joining her husband, Tim McGraw, who has acted in movies like The Blind Side right. before. Mm-hmm. And they are going to star in a prequel to a TV series. I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard some buzz about it called Yellowstone. Oh, and, yeah, a lot of people love that Which show. I heard is kind of like a soap opera. No, I don't know. That's what my I've husband claims, because every time I go, it. hey, we should check into that. I heard it's good. He goes, I think it's just a big like soap opera. So anyway, if you know it's better than that, let me give me some ammunition <laughs> to get my husband oh, to watch it with me. Some people might go, yeah, it is. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with that? But the prequel is called 1883. And Tim McGraw and Faith Hill are going to star in it. And I'm just like, what can't these people do? She's 53 years old. And uh, she and her hubby are going to play James and Margaret Dutton, the patriarch and the matriarch of the family. Mm. And they say it's a dream job. They're super excited. I'm sure he cannot wait to act with his wife after, you know, he's already done this other thing. I guess Faith was in um, a couple of movies, uh, The Stepford Wives. I've never seen that one. And oh, Dixieland. Oh, so, so I guess she's, she's done a little bit. dipped her toe, but what now she'll be... She'll be in a starring role. Why, do, why does God have to give all the talent to one family? I, I don't know that it's talent. It might be that she has a really good agent. <laughs> God gave her a really good agent. <laughs> so I believe I have lost my title of the most caffeinated man in America. Really? And I've lost it to a worthy opponent. Detroit Lions head football coach Dan Campbell pulls up to Starbucks on his way to training camp every day. And he says, yeah, give me a 40-ounce coffee. 40 ounces. With two espresso shots in it. And then he thinks for a minute and goes, you know what? Make it two 40-ounce coffees with two espresso shots in each one. And he has them. So he has 80 ounces of coffee and four espresso shots before he gets to training camp. How can he not spend all morning in the bathroom? Maybe I don't know. Maybe he does. He sends the guys off on a drill, says, I'll be back. And how high strung is he as a human being? Oh, my gosh. He must be the most intense football coach ever. That can't be healthy. That's how he starts his day. I hope he drinks twice as much water (laughs) because coffee's a diuretic. He's probably so dehydrated. Oh, man. That's just not right. Do you imagine being Mrs. Coach Campbell? No. No. Can you imagine being on a road trip? <laughs> hey, look, we made it 10 miles before we got to stop again. 
So there, I have met my caffeine match, the Detroit Lions head football coach. If you have something in your life right now that's really stressing you out and you don't have an end in sight, you don't have an answer and you're like, God, you've got to just take care of this because we're at the end of our ropes. I hope this story will really encourage you because that's where my family has been for the last couple months. Um, my mom is um, primary caregiver to my dad who has MS. And at this point, his disease, he's kind of like a quadriplegic. That, that gives you a quick mm-hmm. summary of what he can and can't do. And it's nothing. He can't do anything for himself. And um, we lost um, one of her caregivers. She has two women who come in just like five hours a day just to give her a hand with shower and yeah. stuff like that. Sure, it's huge and help. huge help. And uh, one of them, Joy, beautiful, awesome person, she got COVID and she became a long hauler. And she's so fatigued and so just broken down physically she can't come back Hmm. and so mom's only had help two days a week and we've watched it take its toll on my mother who has chronic back pain she just like so worn out so exhausted yeah oh no and um so we've been trying 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 interviewing my sister's been interviewing all these people and she'll find these awesome people and then at the last minute the day they're supposed to start, they're like, I'm not, I'm taking a different job. Mm. And I was trying to describe the labor shortage to my mom and nationwide. And we were just to the point yesterday where yet another person who on the phone seemed phenomenal. And then she was just a complete and utter no show for the interview. Couldn't get her. She didn't even, she has that little, like, I got your text. She wasn't even responding to her text. So mm. we're worried maybe. I hope she didn't get in a car accident or something, but she was just gone. So we're like, oh my gosh, we're back to the drawing board again. What are we going to do? And I reached out to my sister and I said, this is a long shot, but do you think my dad's former caregiver, Linda, who's one of the most incredible people we've ever met, could she come back? She's not needed for her, her grandchild anymore. She had quit working for my dad to become nanny for her grandson. Mm. She's coming back. Oh, that's great. Linda is our angel. <laughs> She's amazing. And we don't know if it's permanent or not because she yeah. has to have some major sh- surgery in October. Mm. She has to have like a shoulder repaired or something because okay. she does CrossFit. And um, so it'll be at least a five or six week recovery from her surgery, but at least to have a temporary reprieve. And this woman who we feel like is part of our family. And she already knows the ropes. She knows the ropes. She's incredible yeah. what she does. And she cheers my dad up. She brings all this. I've watched her when I'm visiting my parents walk in and she brings this aura of joy to the household like mm. you wouldn't believe. And we're just, ugh. Oh, it's great. I could cry telling you about this. I'm so <laughs> grateful. So for everyone who prayed, thank you. Hey, do you have any twins in your life coming up? Believe it or not, this is fascinating. It's more common than you think. So do you have any twins in your life? Believe it or not, I did not know this. It's more common than you think. Kev, you know I'm fascinated by twins because my grandma had twins, my mom had twins, and my sister who is a twin has twin boys. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, get this. The number of twins born in the U.S. has increased 70% in the past 30 years. No kidding. Uh, One in every two 42 children born is a twin. So maybe, you know, Mary just called and announced our listener that she's pregnant with baby number three. Maybe it will be twins. (laughs) You just gave her husband a heart attack. (laughs) (laughs) What is it? One in every 42? One in every 42 children born are twin. If they're twins, does that mean two in every 24? (laughs) No. (laughs) 
You know how when you go see a movie, it's just all this magical world that appears right before your eyes, and you don't really think about how the movie was made, just like you don't like to think about how sausage was made. <laughs> um, there's a couple of fascinating things that happen behind the scenes on movie sets. Cannot wait to tell you about this in just a minute. Don't you love hearing the behind the scenes of how things are done, like movies are made? Like Kevin and I got to be on the set of a movie one time. I still believe about the life of Jeremy Camp starring KJ Apa. I will never say that actors don't earn their money ever, ever again. Yeah, like one of the things we learned watching this one scene between the two stars, the love interest, was that um, at one point KJ Apa, Jeremy Camp's character, lays back on a bench. And someone had to puff out the bench every time so that the outline of his head wasn't Wasn't on that bench. bench. It looked like the first time. And they did that. This one scene that lasts in the movie, maybe 30 seconds. They must have done it for eight hours, a hundred times. I'm not kidding. That many over and over and over and never losing the intensity. It was something. So here are some fun things about behind the scenes moments from movie sets that you can impress your friends with. Uh, Ever see Pirates of the Caribbean starring Johnny Depp? Oh, yeah. Well, his hat kept falling overboard. His leather (laughs) pirate hat. So they went ahead and made him new ones out of rubber because rubber floats. And they could scoop it out. So every time he lost his hat, they could just retrieve it, not having to keep buying him new leather hats, leather pirate hats. Um, I'm surprised that they were actually out to sea shooting that. They were on water. A green screen or something. Yeah, yeah, you would think CGI or something. Okay, ever see the movie Mr. Popper's Penguins starring Jim Carrey? Oh, yeah. He was bitten so many times by penguins during the shooting of that movie. I didn't know penguins bite. Wow. That at the end, there were uh, they added on to the credits. No penguins were harmed in the making of this film. Jim Carrey, on the other hand, was bitten mercilessly, <laughs> but he had it coming. And uh, finally, your last fun behind-the-scenes moment from TV sets. Um, they ended up, when they were filming Forrest Gump, starring Tom Hanks. Classic movie. They ended up having to use Tom Hanks' brother, Jim, to be his stunt double because other stunt doubles weren't able to create his awkward jog. (laughs) They called it a, quote, a stupid Hanks thing, but the Hanks brothers have awkward jogs. That's cool. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what it's like to live in another country, Uh, have a cool accent, speak another language, eat exotic food, and... uh, also have very unique animal encounters. Uh, Well, M gave us a big taste of what it's like to live in Australia. She was out on a hike when she spotted a stampede of kangaroos. There's a stampede of kangaroos coming for me. Hide in the cliff here. She was so scared. I would be too. So scared. She kind of had to, she was on the edge of a cliff by the ocean and she had to kind of like hide down the cliff and like I don't know if you know this, male kangaroos grow to eight feet tall, weigh 200 pounds. Mm -hmm. They can run up to 40 miles an hour. You ever seen any of those videos of them like fighting each other? Oh, yeah. They punch. Yes. (laughs) And uh, experts say a lot of people are judging them because she did a TikTok. Uh And they're like, why did you like not be quiet? Why didn't you run? Well, experts say she absolutely did the right thing by not running. Kangaroos can outrun you. And still kick you at the same time. No kidding. Can you imagine? Run, 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 run. Kick. It's like they know martial arts or something. 
That's really funny. <laughs> that would happen to me because I would run. I don't care what the experts Ooh, say. You're a not bear, supposed to run with a bear run. either. Bear, Kev. I'm running. No, you're not Kangaroo supposed stampede, to. Kangaroo stampede. I'm running. <laughs> it's fight or flight, and I know. Fight with the bear, I lose. Run, I got a chance. You're supposed to, the children are listening. Do not run when you see a bear. When was the last time you had a wardrobe malfunction? It can happen to anyone, right? Like the classic one black shoe and one brown shoe, for example. Right. Uh, a mom of four named Michelle defines herself as a hot mess mom. Dropping her kids off at school with breast milk leaking through her blouse and her hair in a messy bun, for example. She decided to redeem herself when the parent-teacher conference rolled around. She's like, this is it. I'm going to look like a put-together mom. I've Mm -hmm. picked out a cute top, cute pair of jeans. I haven't worn jeans since before the pandemic. Um, I'm going to do my hair, my makeup. Impressed she found jeans that could fit. Yes, exactly. Um, She thought she had pulled it off until she got back in the car. She's feeling pretty good, feeling pretty great. She looks in the mirror, and she revealed that she looked like a winking emoji like that because she forgot to put makeup on one of her eyes. What is that? I look like an emoji. Our mom's just so put together now. The mom brain isn't a thing anymore. And I'm just rolling in here looking like a hot mess all the time. I'm so sorry, baby. Mommy tried. (laughs) I'm sorry to embarrass you. She said the baby needed to be breastfed and the older boys wanted breakfast all at once. And so she stopped putting on her makeup and just never got back around to it. Only had time for one eye. (laughs) That's really funny. We should talk about that. Some wardrobe malfunctions. So I don't think you can go through life without accumulating a good one or two wardrobe malfunction stories, <laughs> no, right? We all got them. We'd love to hear yours. Give us a call. Hey, Donna, it's Kevin and Taylor. We're swapping stories about wardrobe malfunctions. What happened to you? Well, I went to work. I was being really cool because I'd just gotten a brand new uniform because I got they changed our colors. Yeah. Okay. So I dressed up and got real nice looking and everything for work. And when I went in to check one of my patients in, she says, do you realize you still have a sticker on your pants? <laughs> I'm like, oh, please. Thank God it was one of my nice patients, you know. She wasn't being yeah. fantastic. She was being funny with me. So. Oh, I did something <laughs> like that. I was hosting an event. I got a new suit, right? And when you get a new suit, the back, the flaps on the back of the jacket are stitched together. And I forgot to cut the stitch out. And you could see this little, like, these white thread X's on the bottom. And I was like, what doesn't say I never wear a suit more like that? <laughs> My wife told me I ran in the bathroom real quick. It was before anything got started, and I oh, pulled it off. She but, saved you. <laughs> yep, been there. Did you hear the big news? Facebook is looking for your prayers. We'll tell you what's going on next. So did you hear the big news? Facebook is looking for your prayers. They actually have a new feature where members can ask for prayer and people can tap the I prayed button. No kidding. Which is kind of cool because how many times do we put out ourselves on our own pages? Hey, can you please pray for this person? Mm-hmm. They're sick in the hospital. Yeah. Can you pray for this person? They're like waiting for a diagnosis or whatever. So uh, what it is is users who are members of faith-based Facebook groups can uh, find this option allowing them to request prayers and, uh, you know, like your job interview, anything like that. Uh, other group members will be able to respond via the I prayed icon as well as other Facebook reactions. And you can leave a comment. And Facebook said they were inspired to introduce this feature after seeing how disconnected faith communities became once the pandemic hit. 
you know, we felt separated from each other. We worshiped online, mm-hmm. but we felt a little more, way more isolated than you were used to. So they're unveiling the yes. I pray. They're bringing everyone together through an emoji. Yes. <laughs> the I pray. I, I hit the, um, the care button a lot. And like what is if, that? Where I don't know. I'm unfamiliar with that. What is oh, that? really? It's like the, it's almost, it's like someone hugging a heart. Can you do that on your phone? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. on my phone, all I can get is like. Oh, really? Like I can't get the laughing emoji or anything. All I can get is like. Oh, we need to fix your phone. We need to my... update the Facebook app. No. I don't like updates. <laughs> oh, well, then you cannot hit the care Upta- button or the laptop. Bad Ha-ha. things happen when we update. Like our laptop at home, quote, updated mm-hmm. over the way. It took like an hour, and now the thing is moving like molasses. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Update bad things happen at self checkout and bad things happen when Can you, you accept how updates. Many updates you have sitting there. If you if you can't even do anything other than hit the like button. I haven't updated my I haven't updated Facebook on my phone since nineteen seventy two. Hey, this is your guarantee to put you in a good mood story of the That's day. Here. Wait till you hear about the random act of kindness from a police officer went viral on social media. Officer Thomas noticed a homeless man who was barefoot in the rain. So she asked him, hey, you need some socks and shoes? He said yes. So she went and got some, but when she came back, she couldn't find them. So she kept those shoes in the trunk of her patrol car until one day she found him again. He was outside a Kroger grocery store in Atlanta, and he couldn't get into the grocery store because he didn't have any shoes. Mm -hmm. No shoes, no service. Mm -hmm. So someone caught her on camera going to the back of her patrol car, getting out a pair of shoes and handing them to the, to him. Mm. And people are so touched that she cared that much wow. as with everything else that's on her plate as a police officer no kidding. that it's gone viral. It's been shared a bazillion times. No kidding. What a great job she was doing. And, and all of our police officers, we so appreciate you guys. Hey, do you have a family member who spends way too much time in the bathroom uh, how about you, Kev? Anyone in your family? In our family? I think everyone would point the finger at me. Oh! Well, a woman is lashing out at her husband on social media, complaining that he takes four 45-minute trips to the loo a day. Okay, that is nowhere near... See, I'm not that bad, honey. <laughs> I have a friend that uh, her um, when they became parents... All of a sudden, her husband started spending way more time in the bathroom. And she really thinks, she confronted him like, are you trying to get out of diaper changing by being in the bathroom so long? The straw that broke the camel's back for this woman is that he took that long, 45 minutes, in a restaurant bathroom, leaving her eating alone at the table. No way. Yeah. Really happened. Okay, that's just wrong. And by the way, so you're talking about... <clears throat> using the toilet, not like getting a shower or something. Because if it's getting a shower, pick any one of my daughters and they are by yeah. far the champion. I'm talking about guy, guys using the bathroom and I wonder if they're in there so long because they're bringing their phones with them. Oh, you think? <laughs> Is that why you spend too much time in the bathroom? No, 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 no. Okay. I'm still a magazine guy. <laughs> <laughs> Does anyone have magazines anymore? The only place I can get privacy and silence to read them. (laughs) (laughs) I think all of the uh, Kevin and Taylor listeners uh, combined can settle this argument once and for all. Who's spending more time 
in the bathroom? Is it hubby? Is it wifey? Who is it? <laughs> is it you or your better half? And we don't mind if you fess off and go, oh, yeah, it's totally me. I did. It's totally me. Hey, Mary, it's Kevin and Taylor. Hey, guys. We wanted to know who in your family, you or your other half, spends more time in the bathroom? Probably my husband. Yeah? (laughs) Yes, yeah, 100% my husband. After he showers, he likes to, like, take his time shaving and is very meticulous. He totally is. No kidding. Okay. I, do you think yeah. he's looking for some alone time since you've got two kids? It, it could be. I think that he just likes the privacy. The okay, now let, let's talk store. about what we use the bathroom for other than hygiene and, and grooming. Mm, the toilet. Who's spending more time in there, you or him? Uh, well, me currently because I'm so sick because we're going to have another baby. So. <gasps> what? No way. <laughs> Yay. Congratulations. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. We're so happy for you guys. This is big news. Well, yeah. So now you know. Wow. Congratulations. That is awesome news. Thanks for sharing it with us. Yeah, we feel so honored. Yes, absolutely. Yesterday, correct me if I'm wrong, but yesterday this time, weren't mm-hmm. we talking about who is it that is uh, more of the nester, men or women, right? Nesting around the home, mm-hmm. making the home perfect. Yeah. And I was saying for ladies, it's a never-ending nesting process. Guys will hit a point and be like, okay, this is good. And just less than 24 hours later, I have proof. I have proof Uh-oh. that for the men, they'll, they're like good. But the ladies want to keep on by now. <laughs> decorating and tchotchkeying up. We're going to talk about it next. So we were talking yesterday about my uh, my theory that women it, it, the, around the home, it's a never ending nesting project. And guys, they'll hit a point where they're just like, this is good enough. Let's that we're done. Mm-hmm. But there's never enough tchotchkes. There's never enough changing to the drapes or getting a new throw pillow for the ladies. And I am sticking to my guns because the evidence, little did I know it was going to play out in my life when I got home from work. What Remember did your I, wife buy yesterday? Well, I said we had ordered that uh, patio furniture, right? Outdoor furniture. Yeah. It got delivered yesterday. And they put it, we have this, uh, we had some landscaping done. So there's like this little raised area. It's like a kind of a, a rock bed. And now we've got the furniture out there. A couple of Adirondack chairs with footrests. With ergonomic <laughs> footrests. Uh-huh. And there's a fire pit. And mm-hmm. there's a couple of like... Uh, bar stool size things that are connected by a table really cool very cool furniture i was like they put it out and we positioned it and i was like this is great boy this is gonna be great this fall let's just sit here and enjoy it for a minute and tracy goes well before we sit and enjoy it and she pulls out of her pocket a tape measure we need to measure for the indoor outdoor carpet i'm gonna get and i was like what we're getting carpet now I thought we got this to match the stone, that this was perfect. It looked great. She's like, no, 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 no. This is not. We need the carpet. We'll pull it all together. I've got the perfect one picked. It'll, it will it accents the, the color of the house, and it ties it together with the color of the rock. We, we got to get the carpet. So I, I realize this is a losing battle mm-hmm. for me. So we measure for the carpet. And then we sit down. I'm like, Whew. all right, so the carpet, and we're done. Well, no. Throw pillows. I need to get some. I want No, I want to get some succulent plants to, like, kind of accent around like maybe one for the tabletop here and maybe one for tabletop over there and then i want to get a couple of big planners but i'm going to bring the ones from the porch down here i was like great so we don't have to bonnie we'll know that i'm going to need to get ones for up there so i'm like when does this end when does it end? and the answer is never never <laughs> 
It doesn't end. You can blame Pinterest. Oh, I don't know what to play. All I know, all I know is I thought when when I when I sat there and wrote the check for the the patio furniture, I was like, "High five, Kev! You're a good husband. Look at you. Your wife won patio furniture. Done. Taking care of it. She's going to be so happy. And little did I know this was going to be yet another thing in her life that wasn't complete yet. <laughs> <laughs> so today, she and my uh, youngest daughter they're going and they are they're sh- succulent shopping. Wow. She's not really sure what she's looking for. She'll know it when she sees it. Ah, that kind of shopping takes a while. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) So I have proven my own theory in less than 24 hours. Nesting is never done for the ladies. I'm so excited right now because we, a little less than a year ago, moved into a house that's new to us. And there's some things we wanted to do to update it a little bit and change it and make it our own. And I, there was just one room left that needed to be done. We had nothing in the dining room. We couldn't decide. We talked about putting a ping pong table in there. So it was an empty room. Right? When you say nothing, it. you mean nothing. They, well, we had one chair under the light because we both kept smacking our heads. <laughs> the interrogation room. And it's Yeah, that's what people would say. Like, Because it's the very first room you'd see when you open the door to welcome guests. They think you guys were spies. And we'd be like, sorry about our dining room. We haven't decided what we're doing with it yet. We all might the, make it a sitting room. We might put sudden, a ping pong uh, table in there. They see the chair under the one light and they yeah. think they're in an episode of the americans <laughs> what did we walk into <laughs> but we decided even though we don't think we'll use it much except that like thanksgiving and christmas we are going to make it a traditional dining room okay and so mm-hmm. um i've got my husband totally has the nesting bug i got no. him to join me it's so really? fun yeah like the other day just out of the blue he goes I think that dining room is going to turn out really pretty when it's all done. (laughs) And like last night, we were positioning the area rug we got. Yeah. And we, he was measuring to make sure it was exactly centered in the room. What? And then... Didn't just eyeball it? No. No, he wanted to measure. eyeball it. Yeah, he was joking. He goes, I'm more Ben Napier than Aaron Napier. That's that show, Hometown, I love. Yeah. Um, Because she likes to just eyeball it and he likes to measure because he's... A woodworker so he's got to be careful but anyway um we were doing that and then we got some new lights for the kitchen and he was holding them up he's like do you think these are going to look good and i we were like i took some pictures so he could look back while he's holding, holding them up. up like he's the statue and, of Liberty. Uh, <laughs> and later he just goes i think those lights are going to look really good and i'm like yeah babe they are like I'm like he's into this with me. This is so fun. I've got a nesting playmate. You've lured him into uh-huh. your world. He's so into it. It's awesome.